You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown, Las Vegas! We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Welcome back. It's time for Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. We talk nothing. But Las Vegas Raiders football. Hi, everybody. It's Scott Branson, your host. My co-host, Mo Moten, still off getting better, getting back to health. And we uh, want to send out our wishes to him as well and let you know he'll be back next week. He misses you. He says hello to everybody. You can hit him up on Twitter at Mo Moten, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at L-V Gully. And do us a favor as we get rolling on this great, great mailbag show. We love doing these shows together and getting all of your great questions and comments from Raider Nation. But before you do that, make sure you subscribe. If you're listening to the podcast from an audio perspective, just just download it, subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast. Doesn't matter if it's Spotify, if it's Apple, if it's Google, if it's Stitcher, doesn't matter. Make sure you do that. You can also even say, hey, Alexa, play Silver and Black today. Boom. You can play it on your Amazon device. So we appreciate that. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, we say hello. And, and as you can see, we are visual. But well, what we'd like you to do is right down here, uh, hit the subscribe button. See if I look over, I can kind of see it. Yeah, hit the subscribe button and then hit the notifications bell. Do us the favor. You got to hit both of them, not just one, but both. So do that and uh, you'll get notified every time we have a new video. Uh, so you can chime in with us and get in the lively chat as you can see Sorry, it's that side. You can see the lively chat on that side of the screen uh, with a lot of great members of Raider Nation. So we appreciate that very much. Tomorrow, we'll be back Thursday with our Thursday edition show. We'll catch up on the latest Raiders news as well as have a guest from our sister podcast, Football Denver, on the Odyssey to talk a little bit about not only the Broncos, but we're going to talk with those guys about uh, the AFC West and just how disappointing it's been this season with the exception of the Chiefs. So we'll get into that tomorrow as well. So that's Thursday's show. 
uh, and as well as a game preview of the Broncos game coming up on Sunday. All right, let's get into the mailbag and starting off with one of our favorite guys, a guy we interact with on Twitter all the time, and that's John Davis, longtime listener and viewer on YouTube. John, it's good to see you, hear you, hear from you, I should say. And we're going to get into his question. He says, at what point do we sit Carr down? And does it worry you that McDaniels doesn't see a need for a change? Have a nice day, John Davis. Thanks, John. So here's the deal. I get what you're saying. And there were times over the last three games where I thought there were moments where Derek Carr was struggling. And you really could have maybe had the opportunity to say, you know what? We just got to switch it up here. Not, not a long-term benching, but here's an opportunity for us to get something going, bring a spark and bring Jared Stidham in. Who knows how much he'll be able to do or how good he'll be under those circumstances, but why not? He knows the system, so on and so forth. But I think every time that I think that they're about to do that or could have the opportunity to do that, Derek Carr seems to have a little bit of a resurgence. I'll use this past game against the Colts. Starts the game as horrible as I've ever seen him start a game. 0 for 5, can't do anything. And I thought if he would have stayed that way and and gone the entire half just in a futile exercise of playing football, then maybe Josh McDaniels would do that. Now, I have said all along, well, I shouldn't say all along, the last three weeks, that I believe this is Derek Carr's last hurrah with the Raiders. I believe at the end of the season they will cut him loose not trade him. Nobody's going to trade a number one draft pick like I had one of our good friends uh, DM us on Twitter. I don't think that's happening. I think they're going to let him go. They're going to eat the $5 million, which they can spread out over two years, by the way. That's nothing. So, and and I think Derek Carr, a lot of people say he would retire. Could he? Maybe. Nah, I think he's going to go find another team. I think there's going to be lots of teams interested. Five or six teams probably interested in Derek Carr right off the bat. And, and so he might have a great opportunity to go play to get out of the dysfunction that has been the Raider organization. Because frankly, he's got a terrible record. This is why the trade value, some people think trade value is high because of who he is, but I just don't see it. That's just me. You could disagree, totally fine, whatever. But I will tell you, um, I think he deserves a chance to go somewhere else because it's been such a cluster in the order rate organization over the last nine seasons. I mean, you guys know better than anybody. You're telling me about it every day, that you're tired of it. Well, you can imagine if you're the guy, the quarterback. So Derek Carr moves on, and I think that. But as far as him sitting this year, you're at the halfway point, right? You've, you've been through um, 10 games. So so now, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. If, if, if they want to see what they have in Jared Stidham, which I think Josh McDaniels already knows, then maybe a couple more games, especially if they lose, then do you, do you go to him to switch it up? I just don't know. I don't see it happening. Um, I think there's a respect factor here in Derek Carr and his longevity and what he's meant to the organization. He's a class act, right? He's been a Raider through and through and loves it. So I don't know that they're going to do anything to show him. What's the point, right? I mean, yeah, Stidham might get some work, but I just don't see any point in it. You might as well let him play uh, and try to get himself out of his funk and all that. By the way, the Derek Carr thing, if you listen to yesterday's show, I played a clip from Rich Gannon. And I want to play it again because there's people attacking Rich Gannon. And this, this hate Derek Carr and love Derek Carr without any faults, can't find any faults in them. These two cults, because that's what they are, they're cults. People are obsessed. It's a psychosis. People attacking Rich Gannon for what he says in this piece towards the end about Derek Carr, which is completely factual, 
The guy's an MVP. I think he knows. He knows more than dude on Twitter who thinks he's a GM. Just a little bit more. So I'm going to play this again, and we'll come back. Here's uh, Rich Gannon. Jeff Saturday and the Indianapolis Colts roll into town and find a way to get a win 25-20. And if you look at this game, this is really a microcosm of really what's happened the entire season for the Las Vegas Raiders. Their inability to win close games. When you look at the amount of money that this team has committed to their big players offensively, $340 million in contracts to Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Now, they just put Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro on an injured reserve. Both those players have missed significant time this season, particularly the tight end Darren Waller. And that has had a huge impact on Carr's ability with ball distribution. Defensively, this is a defense a lot like last year that can't get to the quarterback and can't take the ball away. They went out and spent a lot of money on Chandler Jones. He has yet to have a sack this season. The only player that you can really count on in the Raiders' defense is Max Crosby. He gives you everything he has every single snap. But when you look at the other players, you just don't see that same effort, that same enthusiasm, that same intensity. And finally, let me just pay off what's going on with the Raiders' offense as it relates to Derek Carr. You know, Derek hasn't played horribly, but he really hasn't played well, especially late in games. At some point, he has to step up and play better. I think there's enough tools in the toolbox to get it done. And Derek Carr hasn't, especially when they needed him the most late in games. If you look at his one loss record, 59 and 77, that really says it all. Derek Carr has to find a way to put this team on his shoulders and get them to the finish line. Well, there you go. I don't know how anybody can disagree with that. Derek Carr has not played. He hasn't played horrible, just like, like Gannon said. But he hasn't played well, especially late in games. They've had the opportunity in the, the the Raiders keep talking about how they've played in close games. But when you blow a 17-0 lead, is that really a close game? It is technically, but it's not like they crawled back and it was back and forth, back and forth. No, these are leads you've blown, and they've had 10 time, 10 opportunities late in the game to go down and score and either tie or win the game, and they haven't been able to do it. Their car hasn't moved the ball, just hasn't. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you deny that, you're in denial over everything. So uh, I'm just sticking up for Rich Gannon, and not that he needs me to, but uh, he's speaking the truth. John, again, thank you for your question, man, uh, on Derek Carr. We move on. This is a longer one from our good buddy Vic Romero in Los Angeles, and I'll read this. He says, hey, Scott and Mo, just want to say I think it's unfair for anyone to blame Carr for what is going on this season. He threw for 4,800 excuse me, yards last season with Hunter Renfro as his uh, number one receiver for most of the season. He led his team to the playoffs after losing his head coach and losing his best weapon. McDaniel steps in. He no longer looks like the same player. Let me ask you this. If in 2021, let's say you had 1 million subscribers. In 2022, you now have a new boss who makes you change the way you prepare for your show and changes the way you run your show. 
It's still Scott and Mo talking Raiders, but now you're uncomfortable. The show feels off and you lose more than half your subscribers. Who's to blame? Carr looks uncomfortable in the system and it's affecting his play. I unfortunately went to this past game and after spending for hotel, food, and a flight, I'm pissed for what I got in return. Hashtag boycott. That is Vic Romero in Los Angeles. Vic, thanks for your your comment question there. Sorry you spent the money to see your team lose the way they did. But I will say this. I don't disagree with your point, your premise. And I've said this, and Mo has said this significantly throughout the last several weeks, that he just never doesn't look comfortable in the offense. But to say, to compare it to your, your comparison to the show, if somebody came in, took our show, and made us do it differently, I get what you're saying. But in this case, you're talking about a playbook. And in the NFL, quarterbacks have different um, play callers and different schemes all the time. Tua Tungalavoa in Miami is on his third coach in his short career play, call playing. So he's adjusted and look what the year he's having. So, so I don't disagree on your premise. I just don't think it's as applicable because there's plenty of examples in the NFL of quarterbacks who've had those number of changes and had a coach switch out an offense switch out and have done, have done that. So but not only that, and to your point about him leading in the playoffs, absolutely. He, Derek Carr was an amazing leader last year and helped that team get where they were. At the same time, he's just not playing that well. Does he deserve the blame for a 2-8 and eight record? No. No, he does not. But he's not playing well. And as Rich Gannon said in the clip, late in games, he's played even worse. And he's had opportunities. Remember all those fourth quarter comebacks Derek Carr is well known for? He's not doing it this year. He's just not getting it done this year. Now, again, that's this year. You have to go with recency. He's not been able to do it like he has in years past. So while I get your point, and I certainly really appreciate the time you spent sending in the question and, and writing it, um, I agree he's uncomfortable. And so maybe that's telling you exactly what I've been assuming, which is this is it for Derek Carr in, a, in the silver and black. Josh McDaniel's system, it doesn't jive. They're not connecting, it appears. They're not gelling. So I think they go their separate ways. They're not going to fire another head coach to keep a nine-year vet quarterback who's got a 59-77 and 77 record. They're just not going to do it. So, so I think they move on, and I think it's for the reasons you're talking about. This might not be the right fit. So I appreciate that. Vic Romero in Los Angeles, we appreciate your question as always. All right, we're going to do one more question here before we head to the break, and then we'll do some more on the other side. And you know what? No, we're going to take our break right now. When we come back, we're going to get to my good man, Pastor Mike, who's also in our Silver and Black Today uh, Fantasy Football League. We'll get to his question. He also has a question about Derek Carr. We also have some more about Raider contracts, about the coaching situation, and about Allegiant Stadium and the fan base moving forward for the rest of the season. This is the mailbag edition of Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey podcast. Don't go anywhere, Raider Nation. We'll be right back. <laughs> 